Hello everybody and welcome to Newton's Nuggets. It's that show where me and him sit down, talk about things, introduce someone, interview the person, do loads of stuff and talk about stuff and hopefully help you lot, the listener, the watcher, the viewer. Don't know why you listen, to be blatantly honest with you. Jesse, they're still listening. Apparently. I don't get it. In fact, there are more of them listening than ever before. Shut up. Okay, good. So... <laughs> <laughs> Today's show, right, we promised a quick intro on this one, Jesse. Today's show is actually a returning guest. She's awesome, she's lovely, her name is Karen Williams. She writes loads of books and she helps lots of people who are trying to write their own books. So, without further ado, we're going to go to Karen Williams. Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for coming along. The fact that you guys support us and listen to us just means so much to me. It's unbelievable. Now today, I'm really excited because we've got one of my friends back on the show. We've got somebody that I've known for far too long. She is far too awesome. She's helped me so many times, it's unbelievable. And she's been on the show before. Ryan, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, Paul. How are you? I'm tired. Me and Jesse keep taking things on and saying yes to people and we've got to stop it. It's ridiculous. Oh, welcome to my world. I feel exactly like the same at the moment, planning for a book launch. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It's all good, though. We wouldn't change it for the world, would we? No. Right. See, now, okay. No, I'm going to ask that in a bit. I'm not going to ask that right now. Um, You're right. And book launching is weird, isn't it? I, I've only done it once. I think that's the, the maximum amount of times that a Paulie should do that. It was just strange. Um. But right, we're going to go to the show format. We're going to have to ask you the questions that I ask everyone, because otherwise I'll just go off on one, checking up on you and how things are, and, and it will go completely wrong, and Jesse will tell me off, okay? So, Aaron, for those people who haven't met you, because we've had quite a few new listeners come in since you were last on the show, who are you, what do you do, and why should people listen to us for half an hour? So I'm Karen Williams. I am the book mentor. So I work with business owners who want to write a book that helps them to stand out, build their credibility and get noticed so that they build multiple streams of income and they do what they love every day. And why should you listen to me or us? Um, well, we're going to talk about books, aren't we, Paul? We're going to talk about books, why write them, why launch them, how to market them um, and how to use them as really powerful business building tools. And I think that's the important thing here, because anyone can write a book. Anyone can write a book that could maybe maybe change a few people's lives but we want to change multiple people's lives we want to make a bigger difference in the world leave a legacy and reach more people and i think that's what we're going to talk about today isn't it thank you've just you've just hit on so many different things we could talk about we might need to change this into another four-parter <laughs> um right i love what you've said now the, the thing that you've just kind of hit on there um and you know this from our personal chats is Writing the book Mental Theft changed my life massively, okay? Having Jesse involved in that as well meant that I kept getting the kick up the backside I needed to make sure it actually got completed because, you know, anyone that listens to the show probably already knows what type of person I am. If I see a shiny squirrel, I'm going to chase it for a while and get all excited and then don't know where I'm going. I need somebody that will, that will happily kick me up the backside or sit me down at a desk to make me work. It really helped. Even people like you and Sam and uh, Carol and, you know, all, all those people that were nudging me in the right way constantly was massive for me. And that's why I have so much time for you. OK, so something you said in in the answer to my question was how a book can help create multiple sources of income. 
Really? Because so many people say to me, it's just the sale of the book after that. So what would you say to that? I would say that if you're just focusing on a sale of a book, you're not going to maximise its success. So for me, the very first question I tend to ask people when it when it comes to writing a book is what is your vision for it? If your vision is to just sell books, you're not going to recoup your investment in terms of time, money, energy. You know, Even if you get a publishing deal, you've still got time that you'll spend when you're not serving your clients, delivering um, business that's going to, that you're going to get paid for. So you really need to yeah. consider the vision for the book. A successful book, in my view, is one that delivers on the results. So somebody reads your book and they get huge value. And then they might come to you and say, can you deliver a talk and we'll pay you for it? Can you work with me on a one-to-one -one basis? They sign up for your programs. They love what you do. They recommend you to other people. That's when the magic happens. But you know that, Paul, don't you, in terms of your own book, Mental Theft, and, and the results and how it's changed your life over the last few years. Do you know what? I I had somebody say to me, some, uh, so I was flown out to Sweden to do a talk, which I would never have thought possible before I wrote that book. Um, and while I was out there, a very influential person in the world of cybersecurity he looked at me and we'd got on fine and he had actually bought my book before he met me and he'd read it and he said you know it's so different it's just looks at things differently in the way that we all look at it in the industry and he said in your way works for lay people people who don't get security they can pick up your book and they will cover themselves and i love that and then he said to me that book is the best business card you could have yeah. ever put out in the world and he was right absolutely because it's a it's a blooming expensive business card karen but i now know for sure that people look at what i'm up to they check me out a bit and most of the time they'll buy the book to check me out even more mm. if they like the book they book me for a speaking engagement yeah it really is part of the sales process now yeah, and definitely. i i don't know i i don't think me and you shout that enough Okay, I know you do shout that a lot more than I do, but my word, people just don't get it. I don't know. I, I love it. I love what has happened because of this book. And the fact that you're out there helping people launch their own is massive to me. Right. You've already hinted that you're currently launching a new book. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is it? What date's it coming out on? Well, sort of launching a new book. Um, mm -hmm. So I've written 10 now. So not just one, 10. First one came out in 2011, so that was the first one. Um, so I've been around around the block a bit when it comes to books. Um, my fifth book, Book Marketing Made Simple, which I launched back in um, summer of uh, 2017, I did a rehash of that earlier this year. So I took myself away for a week, which is how I like to write. Um, to update it, I thought it needed just a bit of a refresh, but it's been pretty much 80% rewritten. So I consider it a new book. Um, and alongside it, I've got a book marketing planner um, to complement the book. So that's book number 10. Um, so it's book marketing made simple, it's the key book, because it's it's increased by 20%. It's got all of the latest book marketing tools. And the fact that things have changed in six years so much in terms of more people are writing books, more people are publishing books. The fact you've got artificial intelligence, which is a double-edged sword, you've got... Um, oh gosh, so many things have changed that I really wanted to update it to reflect that and reflect 
things that people can do to make it so much easier to market a book and also to encourage people to market their book from the day they start to write it because we talk about a book being a business tool yeah. and a lot of people think you know oh my book's not going to come out for a year and they keep putting it off so that year becomes 18 months two years but actually if you focus on a book as a business building tool from the day you start to write it that's when the magic happens because you can you can talk to people about your book you can do your market research you can crowdfund I think I know someone who did that because um, you're in the and book as well. You're in book marketing made simple. Your story is in there. So from that respect, I think it's really powerful to think about how you can build the business right from the very beginning. You don't have to wait a year, 18 months for your book to be published to get results. So that's another key message that I'm sharing through this book. That, right, that's a massive one. I, I think the, the start promoting it as soon as you start writing it, honestly, it gives you another push. If you've got people who are starting to say to you, when's it out? When's it out? How can I buy it? When's it out? You mm. start going, I've got to keep up with this. Because yeah. if I fall down on this, how bad would my reputation have looked if I just stopped bothering? How annoyed would people have been that, you know, needed this the backside cover in the way that I do? Um, but yeah, the crowdfunder thing. Oh, I still have nightmares about that, Karen. <laughs> still have panicky moments about that. I can remember because it was the pandemic and my businesses had collapsed because you think about it, I had two businesses. One was magic and entertaining in live audiences. The other one was speaking in front of live audiences. All of a sudden, I wasn't allowed out in front of live audiences. So my work just dried up. And I can remember writing, starting to write the book and thinking, what's the point? I can't afford to launch it. And then I started getting people going, oh, we'll, we'll buy it. When it's done, we'll buy it. Okay, all right, then then it's worth it. When you start getting 20, maybe 30 people going, how's it going? We'll buy it. And your answer is, I don't have the money to launch it. And it feels really disheartening. I remember someone saying, let's do a crowdfunder. Yes, he's done going. The crowdfunder idea could work. Crowdfunder themselves getting in touch and saying, we want to do this crowdfunder. We love what you're doing. We want to do this. And the marketing started then for me once mm. those people started nudging me i was like if i don't do this now i'm the stupidest man in the world mm -hmm. so when we went for it and i know you'll be able to help people with this okay i worked out that i needed about two thousand pounds to scrape through and just about to afford to launch a book and we then put it out on a publish on demand so sorry print on demand anyone that's listening you can put a book into the market, and once people buy it, it then gets printed. So you're not wasting loads of paper. You're not having 20 bazillion copies made that then sit in a warehouse somewhere. You're only printing books that are sold. So I really liked that model, and it meant we could work that way. And, yeah, we we, we wanted to scrape through with £2,000. I wanted to hit 4000 because then I could get a few other people involved and make it more professional. And, honestly, we hit nearly seven grand. And I still remember thinking, we haven't quite finished this and I've sold more copies than I ever thought would be possible. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Um, I know a big part of that is down to you. It's down to Sam. It's down to Cheryl. Um, massive chunk is down to Jesse because he was there daily. And I can't imagine what it would have been like if I hadn't marketed before I finished writing. Mm. So on that, I'm so with you. 
I love the start marketing it as soon as you start writing it because people will show interest. Okay. But it can be I'm scary, here. Paul, though, can't it? You know, it can be scary in terms of putting yourself out there because you do find yourself under pressure and you obviously relate to, you know, you can you can react to that pressure and you can do it, but some people it might scare them away. So there is that, you it's know, that... It's weird, though, because, right, everyone says what you just said, that I'm good with pressure. But I see pressure in a very different way. Me jumping on stage in front of, I can jump on stage in front of 2,000 people and I actually don't feel pressure doing that. Whereas most of my friends, they go, I'd rather die than be up on stage. But the pressure of the book, honestly, Karen, it was like I was giving away parts of myself. Mm. It was very different. So, so yeah, I honestly, I don't know if I would have got through it without the support team that I had around me. Mm. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if mental theft would have been out if it was just me. Yeah, interesting. I think the collaborations we develop as we write, certainly I work with a great team. I'm a bit marketing made simple. I've had quite a few um, contributors to the book as well, and that's made a huge difference. So I know it's not all on me. So in terms of the promotion, when you do collaborate with other people and you get them involved, you've got a wider group of people who are then going to shout about it, who are going to share it because you've got those involved as well. It's a slightly different example, but it's all equally important to think about how do you how do you use other people in a nice way? Um, you know, in terms of the support, the the someone a sounding board, and also people who who love what you do. And I think that's so important. And you obviously had that through your crowdfunder, you know, people who love what you do, people who are willing to support you and people who are able to shout about it because they know the difference yeah. that you could make through it. And it's right. You're right. It's um, how do we use those people in our connections? But the funny thing is, when you get a, a massively loyal uh, group of people that love what you're doing, and it can turn almost into a charge of people trying to carry you forward. Mm. And that's that's what I see happening with you right now again. Okay? And your fan base and your following and your support team are awesome, by the way. Um, and and really proud that I'm one of the people that just has a tiny little bit within your book. So thank you very much for that. Well, thank you. Um, actually, mate, honestly, when you asked me, I was like, really? Me? I, I honestly forget that I'm an author half the time. It's ridiculous. Well, I, I okay. must admit, Paul, one of the things I didn't want to do myself is go down the crowdfunding route. <laughs> because I know, you know, you inspired Della, one of my clients. So you've spoke in front of my smart author um, fast track member so you inspired Bella to crowdfund her book she did and she did that successfully as well so for me yes. it's just enabling other people to do it it's not something that I want to go down the route myself I'm quite happy to support other people through it but there's a lot of a lot of things to balance as you know anyway yeah that is so nice right Della if you are listening to this well done mate brilliant to hear because it is weird right you didn't say what date the book's coming out uh 28th September 28th of September. Awesome. Lovely. And, um, you know, if some if someone's written a bit of the book, how do they get a signed copy from, from you? At the moment, I'm doing an Amazon launch. But after that, I will be making it available via my website as well. So people can get a signed copy. I'm doing I'm, I'm really doing one of the things I teach in my book, which is how to do an Amazon bestseller launch. No pressure. Um, I did it for the first edition. I've done it for a couple of my other books as well. So um, I'm following my own process. So when I did it for the first time round, 
I documented the process so it makes it easier to do it this time around as well I'm just tweaking it as I go which is which is a really great thing to do I like to walk my talk I like to do what I say what I suggest other people do right this is another subject we need to talk about hitting Amazon bestseller lists I thought it was an ego thing before I did it okay actually having those screenshots of the book hitting second place in a category, hitting first place in this category, hitting third place in another category. The amount of times that other people use those when I'm walking on stage to do a talk, oh my word, I always thought that's oh, just an ego thing. I don't care that much. And then thankfully, the support team around me went, don't be an idiot. We're going for this. I'm so glad we did because now people go, look, not only is it an author, not only is he an authoritative speaker, he's hit bestseller lists with his book. I don't think you realize how important that is until you're in the eye of the storm. So that's a subject that I will love to read up on, especially as you just said that roughly 80% of this book is new, didn't you? Mm, yes. Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is I need his copy anyway, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think. What the about thing... then? If I became one of the people that went and bought it on Amazon as soon as it launches, any chance I can meet you for a cup of tea to get that one signed? Of course you can. Of course you can. And obviously, having an Amazon launch means that I've got loads of bonuses going out on the 28th as well. So, you know. Let's see. Lock the 28th out in my diary. I'm, I might <laughs> need some time on the computer. That's awesome. Love that. Right. Earlier, when I asked you why people should listen, you started talking about loads of um, business building tools and how you can use a book to build your business. I know we've hinted at a couple of bits already. What else would you use it for? So when you really look at your message, when you write a book and you go, OK, this is what I do. This is what I want to get known for. This is what I want to do more of in my business. You can then look at how you can use your book as the foundation tool to create it. So, for example, um, if I think of some client examples, so you can do speaking off the back of the book, which obviously you do. And when you do speaking off the back of the book, you can also look at how you can maybe um, add copies of your book into your speaking fee. So that's a great business building tool. You can create products and programs. So I wrote a book in 2019 and Although that book was an audio book only, it gave me the material when the pandemic hit to turn that material into an online program literally overnight. Well, I say overnight, within about five weeks by the time we did all of the videos, the recordings and all of the tech stuff behind it. So I worked with the marketing expert um, to help me to do that. So that's another thing that you can do. So you've got the material, you've got the real life, you know, step by step process, perhaps to enable you to create this. If, if, if that's the way you take it, um, you can create one to one programs off the back of it. If you work as a coach or a consultant or or even corporate programs, if you're a trainer. So that's just three examples of how you can use it as a business building tool. So it's about seeing your book as being an inte integral part of your business rather than a standalone tool. And when you do that, it makes it easier to write because you've got client example. You, you've got maybe a process you teach. You might have stories and and which I know you do. So it's, it's all about bringing that together as one thing. So, for example, if you're a stress management coach and you work with, um, I don't know, the armed forces and you write a book about stress management for schools, unless you're re-niching in that area, it's the wrong book for your business. So look at what you do already, what you love to do. And if you want to do more of something, head towards that market. So that's my advice when it comes to a book. You can use it as a business building tool as long as you're strategic about it. Spot on. 
Right, you're spot on because uh, so my life before the book and before I started speaking about cyber was purely as a magician, a close-up magician and a stage magician. And don't get me wrong, I loved it. I, I love the lifestyle I've created from that. But the niche I've gone into is cybersecurity. Now, weirdly, I then haven't niched within that. And that's actually one of the most annoying bits about my book is that everyone needs it. Mm. So therefore, we couldn't niche who we were targeting at. But you're right. If your book purely targets the people you really love working with, the funny thing is you get more of those people approaching you. Now, mm -hmm. I'm going to say something that I, I'm sure me and you talked about this once before, but not on a recording. You can niche your marketing. You don't have to niche your offering. So because I have now niched in cybersecurity doesn't mean I will turn down all of the magic gigs because I still enjoy them. I can still offer that as a service. I'm still allowed. It's up to me. But my main focus is cybersecurity and speaking around that. So I, I think that's a really important one to learn because I can remember mm. talking to people about niching and always thinking, that's it. I stopped. I bring up the drawbridge. I stopped doing everything else. I'm only focusing on this. No, you can still do the other things. Actually, the one proviso I'll put in is if you love doing them, because why would you of do course. it if you hate it? <laughs> um, your something you said as well just then, and I'm going to pick this apart a bit. You just said about you can sell copies of your book as part of your fee if you're speaking. Now, the reason I'm picking on this is because I actually hadn't thought of this until a client suggested it. Now, this client came to me and they wanted to book me for a speaking gig. And I said, that's X amount of pounds. And she went, we can't quite afford that. But we'd also like to buy some of your books. Could we have a reduced fee slightly, maybe 20 or 30 percent off? If we buy, and this was over a thousand books they wanted. <laughs> okay. Now, even if it, through, uh, for everyone that's listening on this, if you sell a book through Amazon, you do not earn fortunes out of it. If you sell it directly yourself, if you bring the books, you know, to your home and then ship them out, you earn more, but there's more work. There are some companies that I work with that offer a deal of, they will print the books for me and send it to my end user. So what I did there was, I got the books printed and sent directly to the venue I was doing the talk at, and they waited there for us. Mm. Amazing. Now, the ridiculous thing there, Karen, is because the speaking fee was in one budget for this company, the books being stationary were from a different budget. I actually earned more money doing it that way than the fee that they had refused first. That's great, it's, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. And I still, when they said it and I went, I'm sure we can work out something for you. And my brain's already ticking with the numbers going, it works really well. And yeah, I, every seat at that venue had a copy of my book on it. And at the end of it, I had something like 30% of the people asking me to sign it. It's amazing. And you think, how much value did those people in those seats get? got so much more value because they walk away with absolutely. my knowledge and my help absolutely and obviously if in a talk you can only give away so much information so if they've got your book as well they can hit they can read the stories that you didn't have time to talk about they can look at strategies real life examples experiences other things that you don't get a chance to talk about and yeah. you know just just for listeners in terms of 
the book itself you know if you sell a book on Amazon for 15 pounds you might make a few pounds per sale by the time you've got the distribution you've got the printing costs um, delivery all of that you know you don't make much money and obviously if you package a book up and as Paul said get it shipped directly to the customer you don't have to take suitcases and suitcases or boxes and boxes of books a thousand books is quite a lot of books um so you know, you, it will cost you <laughs> a few pounds ish yeah. you know plus postage to actually get each book printed so you can see the maths there that it makes a huge difference when you can add that extra value so absolutely if you're a speaker you're missing a trick by not having a book so yeah if you think a thousand books that isn't that's awesome you know how but much how it. much yeah so what do i keep i've probably got 25 copies of my own book in my office right now mm. because every so often we'll get somebody ping a message saying paul can you can we buy one off you and can you put this personal message in it of course yeah. i can i'm i'm chuffed anyone even wants to buy the book that's amazing and and we send them out directly but yeah for the speaking gigs amazing i ship it directly to the client for me and i don't get charged much for it, it honestly it's amazing Mm -hmm. um right okay so i'm going to get back off my high horse about that one because i love that so you're doing the launch you're doing 28th of september we're are you having a launch party or not on this one i'm doing an online launch so i'm doing a cheryl and i um cheryl andrews and i we're doing a face uh facebook live linkedin live to do a little bit of a celebration nice i love that. i've done quite and, a few face-to-face -face launches over the years that um no i'm not doing it this time not this time you know and what? You, you, my... you were my magician at one of them weren't you paul yeah i was yeah i was oh my word that feels like a lifetime ago now Darren. yeah 11 years ago 11 years ago now 11 years no way yeah you've put up with me for that long i well I'm i've known you pre pre that so we must have known each other i don't know probably 20 years that's scary yeah it is let's move on quickly <laughs> right okay so i'm happy with that happy with that happy with that bit 80 percent new stuff so guys even if you've already got the old version of this book please go and buy this one i tell you what i'm gonna i'm gonna find a link from karen to get you onto the book launch so we can try and get karen into the number one slot in as many different categories as we can um what else is a social man loved your stress management for forces idea and don't aim at the wrong people if that's not what you're after oh there's too much in my head that i want to ask you karen this is so unfair. And looking at our diary, the last time you were on was just over two years ago. So I think we need to get you back in like every six months just to check <laughs> up on you. Right, Karen, I'm going to ask you that last question, the one that I warned you about, okay? The last question is, what's your one nugget that you want everyone to walk away with today? I think I've alluded to it already, and I think, Writing a book is great for many businesses and it's not for everybody. So if that's the sort of thing you want to do, absolutely. But I think the most important thing in business is just to do what you love with the people you love working with every single day. And, you know, we've talked about that. I think that's just so important because we, you know, I've, I've been running my business now for 17 years this year and it's gone through various iterations. It's changed, it's morphed. And I've been doing the book mentoring now for the last 10 years. But I get a chance to really show up and make a bigger difference in people's lives and help them to stand out, to shine, to become bolder, more courageous and do what they love to do every day. So I think that's really important is to connect with the, the people you love to work with, you know, your authentic you and get it out there. I could say so mm. much. I could do a whole podcast on, on episode on that topic alone. But that's a real passion of mine because we were only on 
this earth once and you know some of us yeah. have got really limited time you know i know that firsthand and you know that firsthand so how do we make the most of it and do what we enjoy doing every day and show up in the best possible way mate and doing what you love with the people you love is possibly one of the best nuggets you could ever give because i see i see so much potential in so many people mm. and they're wasting it doing something they're not even enjoying yeah um and I kind of hope, Karen, that from that statement and the fact that you and I have known each other far too long, first meeting because of business and secondly, staying friends because, well, we just have a laugh whenever we see each other, to be quite honest with you. Um, I'm hoping that means I'm one of the people that you like working with every so often. Absolutely, Paul. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, mate. Right, Karen, I'm going to say thank you so much. We've done about half an hour. I'm going to call it there. You are awesome. Ladies and gents. 28th of September. I believe I've just had a message from Jesse that this show is going to go out on the 27th so that you can go out and buy this book tomorrow. Okay. Or if you've listened to this the day after release, go and have a look for it on Amazon. Seriously, it's well worth it. No, oh, hold on. I don't know. I know that 20% of it is well worth it. The other it's 80% well it. is all new. <laughs> I will be there buying it. Thank you so much, Karen. Do you want to say goodbye to everyone? Thank you, Paul. Bye, everyone. Ladies and gents, we are now going to go to the bit where it's me and Jesse chatting about Karen behind her back, and she won't know what we say unless she listens to the show. I'll see you in a bit. Welcome back, everyone. Now, that was Karen. We know we've had her on the show before, but I thought this book launch was well worth getting her back on for. So the book, Book Marketing Made Simple, go and have a look for it. I know what Jesse's like. He's going to put links into the channel anyway, so you'll be able to find it really easy. If you're on YouTube, it'll literally be underneath in the in the description section. Yeah, and most podcasts have the description as well, so it'll be in there as well. Yeah, so even if you're Spotify, Apple, you should find it quite easily. And if you're struggling, go to the Newton Circuits website, and then uh, we put all the episodes on there eventually. <laughs> Sometimes they're a week or so late, but we're trying to stay on top of it, so we're pretty much there. But this is it with the with the new setup we should be able to be on top of things and both help each other more a little bit so yeah hopefully hopefully it should help um not that there's a new setup no and nobody will notice the thing especially nothing. if there's no thing nothing 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 yes nothing has episode changed. 58 was the last time that uh karen was on and if i've misremembered that that's because i haven't got the notes in front of me because things have changed or have they nice so this book, if you've read her first edition of this, like she said in the interview, there's something like 80% of it is new content and new material. So it's well worth having a look. This kind of thing helped me and Jesse in the past. We've told you who the team was when we launched the book. It was me and Jesse, like, through and through. But we also had Sam helping us. Yeah. We, we had uh, Karen nudging us in the right way. Cheryl was helping every so often. Um, the Di wrote some stuff as well. But Cheryl, Cheryl did her own chapter as well, didn't she? Yeah. Um, we had some amazing people helping us with the book. But I honestly believe, and I'm going to carefully watch Jesse's face doing this, I honestly believe if those people weren't there to help us, it probably wouldn't have gone out. Oh, that's definitely true. I mean, especially. I mean, from a technical perspective, I wouldn't have been able to do it without Sam's help. No. Um, no. But I mean, everybody who helped, every little bit of that was really important. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, Sam's got some new stuff going on as well now. Yeah, we'll probably have Sam on again at some point in the near future because yeah. she's fabulous anyway. Yeah, she is. 
So if you're thinking about writing your own book, okay, there's some bits to look for. Go back to episode 58. Look at what Karen talked about last time. Uh, find the Sam Pierce episode because that is awesome and really helpful. Go buy their books. You've got um, Book Marketing Made Simple, which as this show goes out, I think the launch is tomorrow. Yes, I believe so. Nice. Um, so that one goes out. Buy that as the new one. I'm probably going to get a copy of the new one as well. I'm going to buy it on launch day to try and help Karen nudge up those figures. Um, th- th- these people are there to help. Okay, I know I've put some business owners in front of these people before, and it has really helped them. Are you actually going to show off Sam's book? Look at that. This is Sam's book, who ha- which helped us. Stress-free self-publishing, Sam Pierce. T- stress-free. Is that not what I said? No, no, no. You said it perfectly. Oh, <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> no. I was doubting myself then because no, no. I know sometimes I look at something, I read it, I know what it said, and then I say something else. Is that like the other day when you went to type in a password and you typed in Paul Newton? Yeah, and, and you then got <laughs> no, annoyed at me. It was we we joked about pa- we it was we joked about passwords being password one two three four. Yeah. And yeah. then I and then I had to type in my password and typed in password one two three four, which you'll be pleased to hear, ladies and gentlemen, isn't my password, so it didn't work. Nope, it's mine. So, my <laughs> oh, word, how bad would that be? Um, before we disappear, Karen, your nugget was brilliant. Okay, yes. and it's something that we we as a team try to strive for. We we want to create a business and a world that we live in where we're only doing things that we really enjoy and we're only working with people we love being around because we want to have more fun in our lives, right? Absolutely. And the thing is, like, having been there, very often it's difficult to get the content together to really under... You know roughly what you want to write about in a book, but actually putting it together and turning it into an actual book is quite difficult, (laughs) as Paulie will tell you. But do you, do you remember from the start? I, I literally turned around to you and said, "I've got the ideas, yeah, but we need to put it in a format that other people can digest it." Yeah, because my word, if I just threw up all of my ideas, it would just be messy. It'd be interesting, yeah, but messy as and nobody understands. And it was, it really was. <laughs> um, and then um, we created the skeleton. Yeah, and then all the stories started to fit. Yeah. And then we had other people looking at it with us, going, eh, maybe tweak this bit. Yeah. Maybe make this bit a le- less um, poorly. Yeah. And, and But the reality, the reality is, if you haven't got those people around you, that is what Karen is for. She is brilliant yeah. at all that stuff. Yeah. So really, if, you, if you're thinking, I've got an idea for something that I want to talk about in a book... Then actually go and even if you're not even sure if it will work as a book, go and talk to Karen because that is exactly what she helps with is getting people to sit down and write, and she will help you with the methods of actually getting pen to paper and things like that because I know that is often now. A difficult I'm thing. gonna I'm gonna ask you a question about something. Yes. The retreats that Karen does every so often. Yes. Now we were in a weird situation because it was a pandemic and we weren't meant to meet up at each other's houses. I mean, yeah. I remember delivering stuff to your front door and backing off. Yeah. Um, so, so it was a weird world anyway, but now we've got, we've opened up again and everything's kind of normal-ish. Yeah. If you had the option to go on a retreat where you could concentrate on your writing. So good. Yeah. Because I, I, it's, and talking about people in this room that have quite severe ADHD, Mm -hmm. having the ability to hyper-focus without all the distractions, great. 
Stop being distracted by things, Paul. Sorry. Because <laughs> now I'm distracted you, yeah. by you distracted. And I'm literally, <laughs> there's, a, there's a nice light hitting blinds over there that is making kind of a rainbow and I'm it really having pretty. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, retreat. That yes. was it. Retreat. No distractions. It sounds like an awesome idea. Karen, brilliant. Love it. Um, please do tell us when you've got any more going on because I think we might need one soon. Yes. Yeah. Right, ladies and gents, I think we're done for the day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you do notice any differences at the moment, just just let us know in the comments. Yeah, and please make sure. So next week is a Paul and Jesse show. It's going to be a very special Paul and Jesse show because there's probably, I know there is definitely going to be one set of announcements where we actually talk about maybe some differences. We are going to have to tidy up. Um, Tidy up what? Anyway, and quite possibly, and I'm not 100% sure about this yet, but there may be another big announcement that involves that hat. Yeah. I was pointing at his hat for those listening on the podcast. I yeah, know how this works. The hat. The hat. What's happening with the hat? It's sort of symbolic with the whole mental theft thing. Oh, yeah, there's big things going on with mental theft. Yes. I mean, we're not meant to talk about them. No, that's why I'm but saying if you want to we're go not. Into it, what we could talk. No? No, next no. episode. Everybody tune in to the next episode. Paul and Jesse show. There's a lot going on at the moment. Yes, there is. Right, shall we go before I say too many things? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here. We will see you again next week. Have fun, have a great week, and we'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah.